Just swung and driven deep to right field. Sidney Sanders knots it up. And the one-two to Lions is lifted pretty deep to left field. Mudge has a beat on it, leaps, but it's gone. It's gone. G3 left the yard. The Sooners go back to back, and they've taken the lead. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch. Swing and a miss. The Oklahoma Sooners are national champions. They mob Jordy Ball outside the circle. Dog pile Sooners. Dynasty mode activated. Championship number seven secured. Unapologetic, undisputed, and in the end, undeniable. Somebody get my trip to Cancun because this one's over. Get your bathing suits and your suntan lotion. It's time to go home. We haven't played this clip yet. Uh, yet. This is Patty last night as well. I have a list in my head of people who doubted. I remember exactly what you said, when you said it, and what you were wearing when you said it. <laughs> that was Patty. Patty sounded a little different now that the, the pressure's yeah. off. Sounds freedom. That's what freedom, freedom. sounds yeah. like right there. That was Patty after the game. Uh, at Costco. That bite was at Costco, actually. <laughs> it was by the free sample she went, stand. <laughs> she went from Toby Keith's to Costco last night. She couldn't wait to get there. <laughs> Champions, ladies and gentlemen, we are all champions today. Good morning, Friday, June 9, Hour 3, T-Row in the Morning Show. Toby and TJ with you in studio today. TJ's very uncomfortable when I am uh, in studio. Sooners win it last night, 3-1 to one over Florida State. Seventh national championship in school history. Softball program is tied to football program now, TJ. Three in a row. They finished the season on a 53-game winning streak. 61-1 and one record. Do you think Patty goes out next year and tanks game one just to kind of relieve the pressure of the streak? Absolutely, yeah. Just go out and yeah. bat everybody from the wrong side of the plate and everything and just say, hey, let's get this out of the way. I can't – we can't have this streak lasting. We can't – hey, can they win 100 in a She's row? like, you know? look, there's a five-gallon tub of – queso that I've got to go back to high school this week. I cannot have this streak going on. We're ending it now. I need queso. They've got an unbelievable deal on toilet paper at Costco, and I can't get there. Oh, what a team. What a – man, that was just uh, – they are so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch. The whole team partying at Toby Keith's deep into the night last night, all up on stage singing How Do You Like Me Now with TK. 
Just so great. Uh, I can't wait to talk to Chris. He nailed it last night. He nailed the call. He nailed the call. The call. You can't mess that one up, Teej. Speaking of pressure, like I was nervous for Chris last night in the bottom of the seventh. Now, he's done this before. <laughs> he's He's had a few now. But... You know, there are every once in a while, and he's had more in his career than I've had in mine. I haven't any national championship calls. But every once in a while, one comes along that you can see coming, right? It's not a spur-of-the-moment interception or last-second shot. This is one you can see coming, and you know it's going to live. Like, this is going to be replayed for years. And whatever I'm about to say is going to be replayed on highlight reels, on Center. For years and years, I can't mess it up. I can't trip over my words. I can't, I can't, I got to get this right. And he nailed it last night. He nailed it. I can't wait to talk to him. He was as cool as the uh, the team was. Absolutely. Yeah. You probably made that, the, even though in the moment, you probably made him more nervous just now talking about it. Than he actually was delivering. Well, we'll ask him coming yeah. up in the crossover. <laughs> but I was listening. It was the bottom of the seventh. It's two outs. And I'm kind of like, you know, leaning forward on the couch on my knees. I'm listening. And uh, it happens. And he makes the call. And he kind of gets to the, you know, the end of the call there. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, he got it. That boy, yes. Tank. Because I know how mad he would be at himself if – he flubbed something, you know. If it didn't come out exactly, you're like right. He when it's to. something shocking, when you win it and it's surprising and shocking, and you don't know what's going to happen in that moment, the Kennedy Brooks run, right? Yeah, yeah, against Texas, you just kind of you can't plan for that one. You just kind of let it go. Whatever you yeah. comes flying out of your mouth happens. But this was something that he's like, he's probably been thinking about it for a oh, few yeah. days. Well, I know Longer. he has. We've talked about. We've it. talked about. Yeah. It. He's brought it up on the air uh, of the last week or so, whatever it's been. So, yeah, that that you can. You could sit there and think, this is it, this is the call, and then just completely blow it. Sure. You say it out of order. You you you, you stumble on your words, yeah. like you said, whatever. So it is probably more difficult. When he than, reeled off that list of uns. Yes. He could have flubbed that. Yes. I mean, that's not He could have yelled, tricky. uncrustables! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, know. He's a pro. He is a pro. Uncrustables would have been great, though. <laughs> Unapologetic, <laughs> undeniable, uncrustables. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, you know what I was thinking about doing? You know, the wife and daughter are out of town this weekend. So you coming to the lake? I'm not coming to the lake. I'm gonna. I am probably going to spend most of the weekend in my signature custom pool and Pebble Tech <laughs> plaster. Uh, assuming there's some sun. But I, I did briefly consider. In fact, I actually looked at flight prices last night. The Reds are in St. Louis this weekend. Oh, yeah? And I was like, you know, you can fly to St. Louis for nothing. I could go to St. Louis and catch a couple of games and come back. Uh, you just reminded me of something. Hold on here. Hold on here. You got some free tickets to St. Louis? I've got tickets to tomorrow night's Cardinals-Reds game. You want them, Toby? Tomorrow's a day game. Oh, Tonight, no, uh, is it tonight's Saturdays, game? excuse okay. me. Oh, Saturdays, yes. It's a day, it's a day game, yeah. one fifteen. Yeah. Where are they? Courtesy of Elite Roofing. Really? Uh, <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, you forgot to remind me to give away the tickets this, uh, earlier this week like we had discussed. 
It's going to be hard for somebody now to get there tomorrow. I know. We want to just say if anybody could use them, text in. Text in. If you All can right. actually use these, please let or me know. Or you can get them to – are they digital? No, seriously, yeah, they're digital. I'll send them straight so if to you, them. If you can get them to somebody who can use them. Yes. But here's the caveat. They have to be Reds fans. No Cardinal well, fans. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm just kidding. Thank you to Elite Roofing, by kidding. the way. Do you want – I'll send you a pair. You I don't, I'm not going to go because uh, <laughs> tickets are not cheap. Like, I, I know it's a last-second thing, but – a lot of times, like Southwest, will go to to St. Louis. Forty nine bucks plus fees. Yeah, one yeah. of those, you know, ninety nine dollars sales uh-huh. or whatever. Like, it was eight hundred bucks last night when I looked. Eight hundred dollars to St. Louis. All the want to get away deals were gone and everything. And I was like, I'm not. You could get it for like five hundred dollars round trip somewhere else, but I had to connect through Houston, and it would have taken me forever to get there. And I was like, I, I just want to. If if I could get on the plane, fly straight there for relatively cheap. Spend a night in a hotel, go to a couple of Reds games. Eh, maybe I'll have my own little getaway weekend or something. But I, right. I, I couldn't do it. So I don't think all I'm. Right. Gonna, I don't well, think I'm. Then I'll give it. away all four. I've got four to one game to just so a Saturday's Saturday's game. game one fifteen Reds at Cardinals. You can see the number one prospect in baseball. Not anymore. He's not the number one prospect. He's now the number He's one number player one, uh, in baseball. Contender for rookie of the year. Ellie yeah. De La Cruz. So uh, answer me this. We're talking about the uh, SEC schedule going to be unveiled next Wednesday and everything. I anticipate this is going to lead to some interview requests from around the SEC when Oklahoma pops up on other people's schedules. So probably next Thursday and Friday I'm going to be hopping on some radio shows around the SEC. Right. And maybe we'll have some of them on with us. But do I go in, Mr. Nice Guy? Man, it's great to be a part of your conference. How exciting is this? We are just humbled to be a part of the SEC. Or do I go in brash and as the heel? You know, what I, you know what I mean? You've got you've to walk the line of in-between. Okay. You can't go in there the – Holy gee shucks, it's just so nice y'all invited us. Mm-hmm. But we don't deserve this because they do deserve it. Right. They are that type of program. Um, so maybe a about time you guys got serious about this conference and invited <laughs> two powers in? Well, that's what I'm talking about. Like, do I take the attitude of, of, uh, of that? Because, like, honestly, I heard the promo that, that you guys had with Teddy and Tyler about the eight-game schedule. We've talked about it on this show. I think it's incredibly weak what they did. Like, it's really weak. Like, do I say that on the uh, in Athens, Georgia? Like, I can't believe you guys took the sissy road here and did the eight-game schedule thing. Or do I just, you know, go in humbly? I mean, you can let them know, hey, I – I don't know how you want to phrase that, but yeah, you can let them know that. Maybe don't use the word sissy. Uh, maybe sissy is the mm-hmm. wrong word, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to walk the line of in-between. Mm. You can't be the golly gee shucks. <laughs> uh, I'm comfortable as the not, golly gee shucks guy. You're not Houston or Cincinnati just happy to be invited into the Big 12. No. You belong in the SEC. That's right. You're an elite program. Have been. This isn't some Johnny-come-lately this is 100-plus years of history So here. maybe I take this approach. Maybe I say, I am excited for you that you get to have us in your conference. That's exactly right. What a thrill this must be for you <laughs> to now share a conference with Oklahoma. That is right. Okay. Exactly I, I how that. to do that. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I, I am happy for you guys. Really, more than anything, the feeling I have is I'm happy for you guys. 
that you get to live with us. Yeah. All right. You're on to something now. I think I'm just going to punt them all to you. I'm just going to let because I think you would be better at this. I think you'll, I, you'll go in guns a blazing. I wouldn't go guns a blazes because I would be like, <laughs> I'm just so happy that I'm a part of you now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's how they expect us to be. <laughs> what is it like to now be a part of this conference where it just means more? Right. Does it mean more? Does it feel like it means more now to you? Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, I, I saw the Big Ten um, announce some schedule adjustments yesterday for football. Uh, they like are preserving eleven matchups, which you know whatever. It's like Ohio State and Michigan and mm-hmm. Michigan, Michigan State. I don't know what they are, but uh, the most important thing is they are going away from the two divisions. They're just going to one division, which is a big deal uh, because now instead of Ohio State. Or Michigan. Right. Yeah. Instead of a championship game of Ohio State versus Northwestern, which we've had a lot of those. Yes. Because the West has been terrible. Now, we're going to have Ohio State-Michigan for the title. Or, you know, Ohio State-Penn State. Or Michigan-Wisconsin. Like, we're going to have a big boy championship game. Maybe a rematch. I would imagine there's going to be a lot of years it's Ohio State-Michigan. There's going to be a lot of years that probably you're having back-to-back games. USC and UCLA are coming in, by the way. But you could have Ohio State-USC in a national championship game, or in a uh, uh, Big Ten championship game. Whereas, you know, in the past, you know, they haven't had very good championship games. So that matches up with what the SEC is going to now, which is, you know, one division Does as well. Caleb Williams play in a Big Ten championship game? I mean, obviously, that the answer is one year. He's got this year to do it, so it's probably an easy no. Well, they're not in it this year. Oh, that's right. They don't move They don't move 2024. They, right, yeah. they move the same year we do. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So my answer is no. I was getting ahead of myself. So the answer is no. That was a dumb question. Sorry. Unless, I, was, I'm, I, I keep thinking all this is happening with this next season. It feels season. like it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless uh, something goes terribly wrong this year, like – I guess he could have an injury and then have to yeah. come back, but I, I think even with an injury, unless it was significant, he's still the number one pick. So I guess that won't happen. Never mind. Man, that was really dumb of you. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I'm all excited. It feels like this is happening this upcoming season, and I know I've got to, I got to like, I got to wait another it year. It really will be weird because we were talking about that show on Wednesday. You know, seeing if maybe Brent. We got to get to a break because we're gonna have Peggy on, but. Uh, maybe Brent would come on or something. Maybe he will. I don't know. But the thought was brought up. I don't know if he's going to want to talk about a year from now because he's still got, like, this whole year to play. You can't act like you're not focused on this season. But he's going to have to because they're going to be asked about, you know, there's going to be press conferences or some availability where he's asked about that schedule that's out a year from now. So, Well, maybe sometime after next Wednesday is a good time. He can discuss that in June and July. And not make it look like he's yeah. looking ahead. It's going to be uncomfortable for him, though. Like, that's against his it, character. I guess, but it's not like he's not focused on Arkansas State then at that point. Or, or Kansas State coming up or something. He, midsummer, I feel like he could have that conversation. If they come out and only beat Arkansas State by 30, 
<laughs> People look back the, at an interview the he may have had with yeah. you. The post-game show is going to be like, he shouldn't have been thinking about next year's schedule. He should have been focused on Arkansas State. <laughs> You're right. Fans yeah. are like that. All right, we're giving away uh, one of Peggy's books next. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Perfect. Perfect song because we are now joined again by the great Peggy Doviak, who has written another book. It's called 52 Weeks to Wellbeing. If you were with us in the uh, 7 o'clock hour, uh, you heard Peggy. Welcome back, Thank Peggy. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you. I'm going to move this microphone just a little closer to you there. Sure. Tell, tell, okay, so everybody knows by now about 52 Weeks to Prosperity. That was your first book right. you wrote in 2018. That's the one TJ got rich off of. That's what right. is 52 Weeks of Well-Being about? So 52 Weeks to Well-Being is written for women to help them control the financial situations that tend to impact women more than men. For instance, most small businesses are started by women. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because they have the flexibility in the schedule. You're able to work around other things that you're responsible for. Women tend to be left more financially devastated if they're widowed or divorced. Mm. Women, um, they, they like to... Goodness gracious. So when you're dealing with just the basic things that you have to know, you have to deal with all of the finances. A lot of women are responsible for the family finances, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, You know what? I hadn't thought about that before. It's an interesting stat that most, the majority of small small businesses are started by women. I hadn't heard that fact before. It does make some sense. It makes sense. I didn't know it before I started writing the book, but a lot of women... Is it an overwhelming percentage? It's not overwhelming, but it's noticeable. uh, The the fact that it's more than 50% is... The fact that it's more than 50% is 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 kind of impressive by itself. And what are, uh, again, some examples of of advice that you give? And these 52 is because it's one chapter a week, right? One chapter a week. The chapters are short. They're not overwhelming. The idea is to be able to deal with financial situations without getting overwhelmed, getting frustrated, or getting so afraid of it that you don't start it in the first place. You know, we talked a little bit about breaking things into bite-sized pieces in the 7 o'clock hour. You know, going on with that, if you need to save an emergency fund, you know, common wisdom is, oh, you need at least three months Mm -hmm. of your bills. That can be incredibly overwhelming if you don't have an emergency fund. So I tell people instead of trying to save three months of their bills, try to save two weeks of their bills. And that's something you can achieve even if it takes a while. Then you can save two more weeks. Of course, the secret's knowing how much you need in the first place. So I'm a huge fan of tracking cash flow. I think about that when I sit down to eat a large meal. I say, there's no way I can eat all of this at once. So but if I just think bites. about one enchilada at a time, That's right. I can get there. You know what I mean, TJ. Um, well, you don't know what I mean. You share nachos. so. I was just wondering, um, I, we were going back to the burrito discussion there, so you don't think that way about a burrito. You just go through the burrito. Well, I do, but I look at the burrito, and I say, that's a large burrito. There's <laughs> no way I can eat it all at once. So some examples of chapters in here. Uh, you mentioned saving for emergencies, paying off debt, Basics of investing, uh, starting a business, taxes, all these kind of things are, are covered. I mean, this is really kind of a start-to-finish instructional guide on 
That, that's how to goal. manage your money. And it's really designed to give you the vocabulary and the tools that would you would need. It's not designed to say you shouldn't work with a professional. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people won't even want to work with someone because they don't know what to ask. They don't know what to talk about. And they don't want to feel overwhelmed or like they're just at the whim of somebody else telling them what they need to do. Very cool. And this is your second book. What it a great, is. What a great um, change of career path for you. It has been incredibly inspiring to people. And it, it's been a lot of fun. I, I really feel like I found what I was supposed to do when I went into finance. So, you know, being the financial planner and then being able to help write these books for people, help them get where they want to be, it's been really rewarding. I didn't ask you about your radio career before. Tell, tell folks about, you know, you're more than just, we hear you on commercials, but it's way more than that for you. It's a little bit more than that. It is. So I've been doing the Prosperity Points on the ref forever. Mm-hmm. Forever, yeah. And then I was asked to do a 28-minute and five-second show so that it fits in the 30-minute slot. Uh I started doing that. It got picked up, and it's syndicated. I work with nonprofit radios mostly. And so technically, I'm coast-to-coast. I'm in Maine, and I'm in California. Nice. I'm about a dozen places in the middle. And then Is that some, a weekly show? A it's monthly, a weekly show. A weekly show. It's a wow. weekly show. Do you have guests on, or is it just you for 28 right minutes now, and five seconds? Right now, it's just me for 28 minutes That's and a five lot of seconds. pressure to come up with to talk to yourself for 28 minutes. It is. At least I got this guy to talk to. That's a lot. You know, I'd let TJ do the show with me, too, if he wants to do it. Well, he would be a great... You could bring him on as an example of someone who, who had nothing... all the gargoyles And now has gargoyles wanted. and she circle would, dress. She would go to a question, and I'd be like, you moron! <laughs> What are you thinking? No. I would totally change the. No. You'd be the great you foil to do that. Peggy, who's very nice. Okay, I want to give one of your books away. Uh, uh, this is written with women in mind. It is. So, if you are a female in our listening audience, or a man that would like to gift it to someone, sure. I, is that a good gift to give to your wife? Is that kind of or, or I think it's a maybe great a sister gift or a mom because, or any anyone because it's empowering. Okay. Good. Okay, good. I don't know if he was like if they would feel like you're telling me to get my so. finances together kind of a thing. <laughs> Text well, us. you use your own judgment. I'm not going to I think get it's in a great gift. I think it's a great gift. First person to text us, I love Peggy. TJ, anybody the first person to text us, I love Peggy, okay? 405-651-3439 on our Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We have a free book, 52 weeks to well-being. Ask Peggy Doviak uh, and we will get that book. Uh, sent to you. It's been such a pleasure having you Thank with you us so today. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. And it's great Patty, to meet you. Patty, quick on it. Patty is our winner. Patty Patty yes. won. All right. Way to go, Patty. So uh, immediately, Patty, will have a book headed your way. There awesome. you go. Thanks for being here today, Thank Peggy. You so much. It's a pleasure to meet uh-huh. you. The great Peggy Doviak, everyone. We'll take a quick time out. You could text the show 405-651-3439. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right. Is Chris in studio today or does he have a remote somewhere? He will be on uh, vacation. He will be at Riverwind. But he will be on vacation next week. So he's got his show today at Riverwind, and then I believe, I don't know where they're off to, but he's on vacation next week. Um, let's hear another Patty bike. If you could turn me up, I'm not sure what this is about. We'll find out together. Yeah, Patty, after at the this point now, but a lot has changed from 2000 to now. You've got grandkids running around. You have different teams you've had to invest in differently. 
all that. How has this feeling of this moment evolved from 2000 to 16 to now? <laughs> Everyone is quite different. 2000, it was, it was um, almost the attitude of, oh, we're so happy you're in the World Series. How did you guys do this year? Where did you play? You played over at Reeves Park? Or what, what? Yeah, like, who are you guys? It was kind of like that. And just, um, we got on the stage and we didn't know better. We just like, I think we're good. Let's just, wow, all these Pac-12. It was Pac-12. It was Pac-10. And it's like, oh, no, Arizona's here. UCLA's here. What are we going to do? They didn't feel that way because we didn't know any better. And it was just kind of the same thing. Like, just grind. They were bold. They were grinders back then. Um, 13 came from 12. Uh, 12 was just a tough loss, and 13 was the tornado situation and feeling like we needed to play for more, as in the city of more, but for the state of Oklahoma. And, I mean, everyone has a different story. This one was just so many landmarks of... Okay, now they're now they they're only five away from this, or you know, like it's more of the outside coming in and telling us what we are close to doing or what we need to do, and um, it was really hard to kind of hunker down and say, okay, it we're not listening. It doesn't matter. We know what we're here for. We know what we're trying to do. So it was. I think this really was the roughest one I've ever had to go through just because of with lots of fans and the growth of the sport comes a lot of pressure. And I think I've felt that and they have felt that. And I don't know if they shared that with you, but to be sitting up here and telling you this is still kind of amazing because um, everybody is out to get us. They, they want to bring down the evil empire, whatever it is. I don't know. But we just want to play ball. That's all. The Jada Coleman wants to rob home runs. Tiare Jennings wants to hit doubles and be clutch. I mean, that's, that's how they're made. They're just, they just want to play ball. And so I was trying to, and our coaching staff was just trying to protect all of us from that. And so to say that we're here right now is is I think it's still setting in for me. I'm still in a kind of a, I didn't even know how to react afterwards because I just felt freedom and I wanted to just, I, I, don't even, I don't even know. I still don't know. I guess I'll figure it out. Glad you won't hear us ask you about it. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, it is such a, it is an amazing story in 23 years what this program has turned into and how they have been a large part in the explosion of the sport 23 years ago. She's right. Like not only could her players have walked down the street and nobody knew who most, most everybody didn't know who they were. Patty Gasso could have walked down the street and most people would have said, you kind of look familiar. Right. And now they are absolute rock stars. Like they are, we need security rock stars. Now they're on a stage at Toby Keith with Toby Keith singing a Toby Keith song. Exactly. And that's not the way it is, even for teams in the Women's College World Series. Mm -hmm. Like Stanford. (laughs) Definitely Stanford. (laughs) Stanford, most of the students at Stanford don't even know they have a softball team. 
They're worried about exactly what yes. app we can develop. Um, <laughs> can we get filthy rich? But like Tallahassee, Florida State, they have a very good softball team. I'm sure that they have a, a great home court, home field advantage, all that kind of stuff. I don't know that they're rock stars in Tallahassee. You know what I mean? Like these girls are rock stars. Forget rock stars in Tallahassee. The OU softball team are rock stars where yeah. they go in the country. Good point. Good point. They go out to California for these tournaments, yeah. and there are girls wearing OU gear in California that want to see this team play, this program yeah. play. Yeah. They get off airplanes, and there are people waiting for them to get autographs right. and stuff like that. There's only been two guys that I have been around in my time when I've traveled that have been like that. Now, I say when I travel, obviously the OU football team, wherever they go, it's a big deal. But the OU football team is flying charter, and they have got security. And a lot of times I'm not with them, but obviously they're rock stars wherever they go. But Buddy Hield and Trey Young were different than anybody else I've ever been around in that when we would land in Hawaii, a a commercial flight in Hawaii, there were people waiting for OU to get off the plane to get Buddy Hield's autograph. Trey Young became a phenomenon, a national phenomenon wherever we went. Like he couldn't go anywhere. He had he had to have personal security, you know, from the team to be able to get through airports or get through hotels or just to keep give him some peace. That's what the softball team has become. Not you're right, not just in Oklahoma, but everywhere. And I mean, it has gone from a sport that was a cool sport, but not a lot of interest. Like, you know, it had an average amount of interest out there to one of the best shows in all of college sports. Like, it is it is a great show, what they've built this into. And that's where I get hung up on the criticism of OU. I get it from a, the top dog is always Darth Vader. I get it. That's the way it's always going to be in every sport. But some of this stuff is some people got to get a grip a little bit and also take a step back and say our sport softball doesn't look anything like it did even 10 years ago much less 25 years ago even 10 years ago and a large percentage of the reason for that I don't know what it is but it's a large percentage is Patty Gasso in Oklahoma and they deserve some national credit for that. And I think some people do, but there are some fans out there that are so blinded by jealousy that they can't see that or give them any credit. They can't see it. And it's surprising because of who you're saying the coach is. I get it. If you feel this way about Connecticut women's basketball and and Gino, he had that Tennessee baseball coach, Vitello. They have this edge and this, uh, this, you know, cockiness about them that I get. He talks down to people. Nick Saban. I get it. Like, Patty doesn't reflect that. Uh-uh. Like, her, her team carries themselves with confidence and, and excitement and everything. That's not the coach. She doesn't do any of that. So, and typically in those situations, it's the coach that really grinds on you. Yeah. Because the girls change You're over right. the years or the, the football players change over the years. It's that coach is the constant. But that's not Patty and who she is. So, I'm surprised they've kind of gotten some of this because of who she is and what she represents. Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right, and part of it's social media. I mean, just you know, yeah, everything's yeah, going to find those people. Everything's bigger now because everybody you can hear all the opinions. You know, I mean, it, it, I I can't imagine what it would have been like in the '80s if we had Twitter with 
one, Barry Switzer's teams, and two, the Miami teams. It would have been a situation where I don't know that you would have been able to allow certain players access to social media. Like Brian Bosworth, Jamel <laughs> Holloway. There were certain guys you couldn't have allowed them access right. to social media. Yeah. It would have. It would have. How about that? The you, the you back in the, the you. day. It, we hated them. Right. And there was no social media. <laughs> that's we hated the you. <laughs> that's true. And we had no one to tell. We just had to we come had to up and letters. yell at each other. We had to send letters <laughs> right. to friends across the country. <laughs> Pony Express. <laughs> I couldn't even email friends. I just got a telegraph from TJ. It says he hates Miami. <laughs> he sent it three days ago. <laughs> oh, I don't think telegraphs take that long. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, part of it's just the, the day we live in. Uh, you know, you can see instantaneous feedback from whatever that women's group we were talking about earlier where we would have never heard about that before. It would have been some grumbly person in his living room that would have had no outlet to tell everybody how much they hate him. So, anyway, it is what it is. Uh, they're taking the trophy, and they're going to put it in their trophy case. And if you don't like it, try to come get it next year because uh, I got breaking news for you. Oklahoma's the favorite to win it again next year. What? Yeah. They, uh, almost all that team's back, Tej. Almost all of them. So, we shall see. Hey, I had a – I'm not going to talk any about this because it's because I can't, but I had a fascinating conversation with someone last night about the OU baseball team about – Wait a minute. You can't bring up something well, and say, I can't say anything about this. I'll tell you in generalities about – who's back and who may not be in the transfer oh, portal and things oh, yeah? like that. Yeah. And it, it was a – I'll tell you this. It was a conversation that excited me. Well, I like hearing that. So hopefully in coming days we can fill in some blanks there. But, I mean, we're still – the draft is not till early July. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to have a really good feel for who's back until the draft comes and goes. But I think there's – from what it sounds like to me is maybe some guys that I was assuming won't be back Got a better chance of being back than I thought. And uh, and then, you know, we'll see about the portal. But, I, th- I, I again, good. I, like I, left that. The, I left the conversation last night really excited about uh, – it, it, we'll see. We'll see. That's all I, I'll say. Big day for the ladies. Uh, Sooner women win the softball championship. Patty wins the, uh, the book today. And uh, Shanna, Shauna, I'm not sure how you pronounce your name, won the Cardinal ticket. She's taking her dad, so – and we didn't know this until moments ago. It's actually Patty Gasso that won the book. Oh, hey, congratulations, yeah, Patty. Yeah, won the uh, – won the, uh, no, that's not By true. the way, I have had some texts. I've tried to text everyone back, so if there's more on here and I didn't get to them, the name of the book was 52 Weeks to Well-Being by Peggy Doviak. So we've had a couple of people text and ask what that title she was. She said again. you can get it on Amazon, mm-hmm. but that also a lot of local uh, brick-and-mortar bookstores have it yes. as well. So always uh, try to support your local bookstores. Uh, when possible. Also, and I can speak to this, Peggy gets a better, bigger chunk out of it if you get it from the bookstore and not from Amazon. <laughs> you, you know this? I know this for a fact. Huh, Amazon, Amazon likes to take a healthy uh, amount of your profits. So, uh, But that's okay. You can still get it from Amazon. Uh, the break time. Chris Plank next. I can't wait to talk to Plank. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by R.K. Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. All right, here we go. Crossover time. We welcome in now 
National Championship play-by-play voice of the OU softball team, Chris Plank, who is still at Toby Keith's living it up as we speak. Good morning, yes, Plank. That is correct. What's up, T Row? How are you? Did man? you go to the bar the after be a party last today? night? I did. Yeah. I did. I uh <laughs> it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. One of the all-time coolest things I've ever seen in my life. Tell us Not as cool as that sweet pizza buffet that we had, Toby, after that uh, frustrating, well, back in the days whenever we would maybe splurge a little bit, but after the bowl loss this year, whenever Mm -hmm. we went back to the hotel and they had the pizza spread, that was good stuff. Uh, (laughs) I was happy then. I was happier last night. Okay, so let me just paint the scene real quick. Uh Um, You know, after the game, they had to get together. It's been a celebratory place a couple of times. We didn't go there last year. Uh, but they they did, I want to say, in 21. So it was back at Toby Keith's, and it was they, they, they were celebrating, and then Toby Keith jumps on the stage, and the next thing you know, everybody is into it, and Toby karaoke, and the next thing you know, every one of those players is up on the stage. Toby Keith, who has performed in front of hundreds of thousands of people, is doing a live concert, singing along with the OU softball team. Now, Toby, this is very important. Uh, last time we went to Toby Keith's, uh, and I, and he's like, get up here, let's sing. There weren't many girls who knew the words to yeah. the song. Okay, let's just be honest. It was like <laughs> Nicole Pinley, and that was it. All right? Last night, that whole team knew every word to every song that's awesome that he sang and it was patty probably awesome. made so, yeah, a really practice. cool night <laughs> <laughs> they probably had toby keith day at practice Listen. one time this year just in case we, we win we, we're we gonna know we OTK songs. <laughs> and we'll start with how you like me now i thought one of my favorite non-ou game related notes to you was when uh, they they had this i think it's the fifth inning vote for the song that they wanted to play yeah and it was between a couple, and Toby Keith's songs was one of them. And Toby kind of stands up and starts, he's like, come on, you got to cheer, because it's whoever you cheer for the most. And they played the Toby song because the, the crowd made the most. It was just, That's awesome. it was a cool night all the way around. And this team deserves it. I loved, by the way, the conversation uh, you guys were having on the way in about the popularity of the sport. Yeah. Right? Right. Uh, I, I want, Destiny Martinez tells the best story, and it still cracks me up because it's so true. Uh, she said she went to a tournament earlier this year, and there was a bunch of people wearing burrito shirts. And she thought, oh, I, that's Alyssa's family because <laughs> that's who would wear the numbers and the name on, on the shirts whenever, you know, pre the sport exploding. And when Destiny caught up to them, they were just all fans. They, they just <laughs> they were like, yeah, no, we, we're, we're not family. We're just fans. It's blowing up, dude. It's amazing awesome. to see what this has become. My niece, my niece is – I mean, a Jordy Ball fanatic. She's texting me questions, at, and texting with a 12-year-old is never a smooth thing because there's always these odd questions. She's like, do you know uh, what Jordy Ball's first class is? I'm like, what? But she's just like her super <laughs> fan. Uh, and, and I love that Jordy's the kind of person they get to look up to. So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's really cool to see the sport explode the way that they did. Okay, and has and, we, ha- and have and will. We've been playing your call all morning. You absolutely nailed it. I loved it. TJ asked me, "Thank you." If Thank you, you. Uh, were nervous, and and I I, I kind of gave what you can I tell thought. Him. But no, you, you tell, tell him. you tell me how, how you knew it was coming. You <laughs> you could see it coming. Right. Well, 
I don't I, I really kicked the call when we won against Florida State the last time just because I, I didn't really think about it. I'm like, let's just see what happens in the moment. Well, I learned how I perform under pressure, Toby Rowland. <laughs> so I always have a couple of things scribbled out. And for full disclosure, I, I'll share with – I'll be like, T-Row, what do you think? Uh, any of these sound too corny? Because you don't want something that's attached to a title that will not be uh, right. relevant or just sound goofy. And I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to state some facts. So, yeah, I thought it – I felt really good about it. I did. I felt good for this team. I hope I represented them well. I hope when they oh, when it. they hear that call it. of the 2023 title, man, I hope they hear it and they're like, heck, yeah, man. It's got to yeah. so be I'll, a relief, though, That's... when you've, like, the moment happens and you get it out of your mouth and you didn't stumble. Yeah, and you're like, okay. And you didn't accidentally I say didn't... the wrong word and you're like, Okay, that's the clip right there that's going to live do you, forever. Do you do you listen in at those moments, kind of like uh, as a as a nervous uh, family member? I was like, nervous yeah, for you. Coming. I was telling oh, I was telling TJ. <laughs> yeah, he said he was like down on his knees, like waiting to see if you got it. Right? I, I wasn't down on my knees, but I was I was on the couch. I was leaning forward on the couch. I had you up. There's two outs, and I'm like, "Come on, Chris! Come on, Chris!" And then you 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 <laughs> got it. You like that. Up. You got to that break after the call yeah. where you like you take a breath and you're like, "All right, that's where the edit's okay. gonna be." And I like All pumped right. my fist. I was like, "Yes, he did it. He did it." Yeah, yeah so. felt good. I'm like, I didn't screw that one up. I didn't say they're the national championship winners. <laughs> so yeah, I was. It was awesome. And thank you, dude. Just wow, the scene setter nah, set the, the tone. You nah. crushed that. You wrote, that was so it, it, fun. Chris, uh, Chris wrote well, most of the scene on, setter, folks. Stop. So, uh, it was... Stop. All right, dude. Have a great yeah, show. I can't wait true. to listen. And uh, please get some rest. All right, buddy. All right. In- reintroduce yourself to I'll your family and get some rest. I'll go off the grid next week. Off the grid next week. Off the grid next week. Thanks right, to Peggy Doviak for joining us today. You find folks for listening. We'll be back with you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Congratulations, Patty and the girls, on the national championship.